Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have no idea what to expect from this podcast. I'll just explain what happened. This gentleman contacted me on Facebook. He seems like a really nice guy. And he's had alien contact. He sent me pictures of some really weird stuff. You can check out his Facebook. His name's Jason Keys. And I like to give everybody a chance to show their story, to tell their story, because I think that's how we further advance the phenomena. You know, we need to hear everybody's story because there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people are having contact and a lot of people are, you know, I want to know what's going on. I want to know the truth. And I, I'm, and I think this is the way of finding it is like hearing everybody's story. So I want to welcome to the show. Big warm welcome. Jason, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm good. I'm pleased to be here. Thank you. Um, okay. So I guess let's, let's start with this. Like, how did it all start? Like, where did it all start? Like, how did you start coming to the idea that you were have an alien contact? Uh, I had alien contact once, but I've seen a number of spaceships, um, a couple of incredible sightings, personal incredible sightings. But um, the, my grandpa was a real estate agent and he worked he lived and worked in Ohio and he had hay fever so he went and got a big house in Arizona right on the border of Apache Junction and um I me and my mom moved back in at home sometime later uh, I had some of my first memories in this house but um I had a bathroom right next to my bedroom and uh I always would use it if I woke up in the middle of the night and I had to go go to use the toilet and I'd just use it. It was right next to my room. So one night I woke up and for no reason, I w walked across down the hall through the living room, the dining room, the kitchen, all the way to the other side of the house to use the restroom. And um, I did my best to wash my hands. I, I believe I was three years old. I could barely reach the sink. and um, I finished up and I, I took a couple steps towards the door and I saw these two long legs standing there and I looked up and it was a an alien gray but he wasn't he wasn't gray his skin was more like tan. Well, how okay like, so uh, for the audience, can you break down like what exactly this creature looked like? How big was he? Like, you know, what were the features? It was like seven. It was a seven foot tall, and I didn't see any private parts. But it was naked, and um, it, it had big black eyes, just a traditional-looking gray with the two little um, holes for the nostrils and the, the slit mouth, the big, big head, long neck, and long fingers, and really lanky, you know? Big eyes it, or small eyes? Big, big eyes. Okay. Because I've heard different things. I've heard some people said this: the taller grays have big eyes. Some people say that the big, the taller grays have small eyes. But there's different races of grays. There's, you know, there's races of grays all over the universe. So you could. Yeah, they what, were like, uh, they were like, pool balls, like, like wow. an eight ball. Yeah. Yeah. Any picture? Uh, anyways. Yeah, and I, I, you would think I would be really scared, and but I was, I felt peaceful and I relaxed, and it was, I, I was surprised to see it, but I wasn't like scared, and uh, it picked me up around my rib cage and held me in front of its face, 
and uh, it talked to me through its eyes. And it, all it said was, it said, you're a very handsome boy. And then it, it put me back down. And by the time I looked up, it was gone. So I, I, I just walked back to my bedroom and went to bed, you know, but. So you don't think, uh, uh, you know, you don't think you, you don't have any other memory. You don't think they took you or anything and did any experiments or anything like that? Not that I remember, but I, I heard that things like that could be a possibility. Yeah, because people they they don't remember. Yeah, you might have had missing time. Yeah, but as far as I remember, I just went and took my leak and washed my hands, and I, you know, and then that happened. But um, again, it was like seven foot tall, and it, it it was naked, and I didn't see anything. But I spoke to a guy a number of years later. I was telling him about it, and he said they don't have like private parts like we have because they were genetically engineered to be slaves. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but they can't well, like reproduce supposedly or it's weird. There's there's a lot of different theories. Like some people say the tall grays have genetic parts. Some people say that they that, that some they, 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 again there's like if you read Elena Denan's um Alien Races book, that's a good book. Um it talks about all the different races of grays. There's like 30 different races of grays from what I hear. So who knows wow. which one you encounter? You know what I mean? There's a, there's a That's lot amazing. of, I mean, um, yeah, usually some, of, some of them are biological robots. Some of them are, you know, um, uh, some of them um, are, uh, some of them are actually sexually compatible to us. Uh, compa- com- according to uh, Pamela Stonebrook, who um, had sex with a reptilian. She was on the Art Bell show back in the day. Oh my God. She, yeah, she had sex with a full-blown reptilian. She said that she thought she was having sex with a uh, blonde surfer type guy. And then in the middle, it shape-shifted and turned into a reptilian. Oh, that's she, terrible. She, she, was a, she was a jazz singer. They called her the intergalactic diva. Her name was Pamela Stonebrook. She was very, um, she was very influential in the 90s in the UFO community, like in the movement, as far as like disclosure and like bringing like forward, like a, you know, like this new age movement of like the way we think now, you know what I mean? Like, so it's pretty cool, you know? I I wonder if that has anything to do with uh, succubus and incubi. incubus. Yeah, those are, those are, those are pretty, pretty interesting. It sounds too. kind of similar. They they yeah. are, isn't it? Like those, I've heard stuff stories about those. I don't know too much. They about change them, shape in bed. Yeah, they they come no. and they they uh they're like demonic, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I've heard. What what is their whole deal? Like, what do they want to do? They want to try to take the soul, or they want to try like the succubus or the incubus? Yeah. Uh. I have no idea. No. I, I I've read just a, I don't know base knowledge when it comes to them. Um, I've I, I've read uh, a bit here and there about different topics, but um, maybe not too much uh, about one necessarily. Let me ask you this: You said you had some sightings, like because you're you said you're in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, I was going. I went to 1992. I, I went to uh, Central High School in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, that's right on Central Avenue. And um, I, 
I was hanging out with my girlfriend and um, I went to lift weights in uh, Roger's uh, his apartment with him and I, he was going to eat dinner. So there was a friend of ours from the pool at the, the apartments there and I, I went to leave and I saw this, it was the afternoon, late afternoon and it, it, I saw this blue, it was like an electric blue uh, dime. It was about half size of a dime. And it kept coming apart in two, like, uh, and then back together, like back and forth. Uh, oh. About this fast, these blue lights, and it stood stationary in the sky for a half an hour. And then when it took off, you could tell that it was leaving because it was getting smaller and seemed like it was going back. And then it just blasted off like a shooting star. And it, it, it had started to get dark in that time. Uh, I, I know when I first saw it, it was like daylight. And then I remember I was walking home and it was really windy and dark. And there wasn't a cloud in the sky, but the sky lit up like it was noonday several times because of these lightning flashes. Um, it was definitely a mothership because I was in Phoenix and um, I had called my friend, his name was Jason too, in Mesa. So it goes Phoenix, Tempe, Mesa. So that, that was, I was looking east and I called my friend and asked him if he saw it, and he saw the same thing I did. And he said that he was looking to the east. So from where I was, it looked like the size of a half a dime. That's how big it was, it looked. And- uh, You think the it was a mothership been, though? Oh, definitely. Oh, it was, thing was huge. And it, like I said, it was stationary for half hour. And when it left, it, it was like a, like a shooting star, man. That's amazing. And and then there, like I said, there was no clouds, and it just it lit up several times, like it was noonday, and, and and it was really windy. It got really windy. Wow. Um. So, did you ever have any other UFO sightings too, or is it is it like really uh, common? Yeah, there? yeah. I saw one back. I think it was 2013. It was Easter night, about 10:30. I was hanging out in the backyard and um, I was lucky to see it because the lights weren't on it, but I could count seven big domes. Wow. And it flew, it was probably 30, 40 miles an hour. It was headed west and it was totally silent. If I had a baseball bat and a, like I, 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 in a baseball, I could have hit it probably because it, it was, it was so low, man. It looked like like if I held a pack of cigarettes above my head and just looked at it. That's yeah. That's how there big was, it. There was seven domes, you said. I'm trying to get an yeah, idea of what count, it looked like. Yeah, I counted them. So there was like maybe seven ships like flying in a row. No, no, it was. I could see the outline of it. it none of the lights were on it, and it was nighttime, ten thirty at night, but. I, I could see it. I have good I have good eye vision, so I I, I could see. It. I counted the the bubbles under it, and it it wasn't a solid piece. It was shaped like a boomerang, and it was sharp angles, just like a, a V. 
you know that's amazing do you now do you think do you think there's a lot that goes on there like your your area called sedona is like notoriously like um it's like a hot spot for ufo activity i'm sure you know that right like it's like yeah, they're all over Arizona, but right now, um, this sighting that I'm talking about, um, is it here in Minnesota? Oh, you're in Minnesota? Uh, yeah, I used to live in there. I'm from Arizona. I was ra- I raised, I was raised there. So yeah, but um, but you saw these in Minnesota, which is interesting because that means the mothership I saw in Arizona. I was 16, yeah. but so I what, came here when I was 19. So. Yeah. Now, what would you say the the the, the UFO like seeing sightings are like in, in Arizona compared to Minnesota? Would you say there's more in Arizona and there's <laughs> well, I've seen that mothership in Arizona, but I've seen cluster clusters of them around here a couple times, like packs of them. They shoot around like fireflies or something that's amazing sky, I live, wild. I live, can i tell you i live in pittsburgh and i'm always sky watching and i don't know if i'm just unlucky or what but like i've never seen a ufo ever and i want to like you know like i just want to see one i don't want to get abducted or anything you know yeah. like, that's the last thing i want I don't, i'm not really wanting contact like but i want to see a ufo just to say that i've seen one like you know you, like, you watch the sky enough you will I mean, and what's weird is we have a researcher here in Pittsburgh. His name's Stan Gordon. And I talk about this a lot on my podcast. He's been researching UFOs for 60 years, you know. Wow. He, he, has, a, he has a UFO hotline in the county that's close to me. Um, and people call in all the time. And they, they, they call, they've been calling his UFO hotline. You know, it's a phone line. They, they've been calling it for like 60 years with weird encounters from everything from UFO sightings to... Uh, you know, Bigfoot um, to UFOs and Bigfoot to Bigfoot holding an orb to uh, and and here's the thing about this: like these people aren't seeking any recognition. They're just, you know, they they're seeing a Bigfoot on their back porch. It's messing with the pop cans in their recycling bin, so they're yeah. they're they're worried about it. So they call Stan Gordon, which I think is amazing because, you know, why would they report it? They're not seeking and i talked about this earlier if they're not seeking recognition there has to be some truth to this it's like for you like you're not really seeking recognition you're just wanting to know what's going on with your sightings right it's like it's that's what makes me realize and i want to know the truth you know i'm i'm a real truth seeker you know it's uh it's just another one for the record like uh i i I, somebody thinks that there's just Made made up, and they'll they'll see it. <laughs> now let me ask you this: Do you think they're ours, or do you think they're alien? Well, the mothership that I saw in Arizona, I I, I would really doubt that any kind of people in the government made anything like that. Like that thing was like a shooting star, and it was so huge. I. I I, I can understand how the government might be reverse engineering and that they've been, the, the aliens have been here for thousands of years. Um, um, I, I think it's possible either. It could go either way. Yeah, I think but so. But I think too. the mothership that I saw was probably theirs. Now, were those the I don't know, like the V shaped one that I saw in Easter, 
Sunday night. Like, I that could have been government. I don't know. Well, they say the triangles are the governments. And, you know, like, it's weird because, like, I wonder if the, the triangles are able to go in and out of dimensions. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, because the alien craft, you can watch them. If you watch the videos that people post of them, you can see them go in and out of dimensions. Like, you know, like um, they, they'll be in our reality and then the next thing you know, they'll be out of our reality. But the gut, the black triangles, they kind of hover over things like, you know, um, and, 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 you know, there's the secret space program and stuff. And I, and uh, I'm, I'm sure, you know, we have stuff that, that, that I have no clue. Our government's like 50 years ahead of anything we know. And that I, I say to that lately more, I've been more like on the lines of thinking like, you know, I've been thinking my, my whole thought on that is that's good because we want our government to protect us. And I want disclosure, but at the same time, like we don't want our, we have a lot of enemies and we don't want our enemies to know exactly what we have because um, there, you always want an element of surprise, right? You know? Yeah. So did you ever have any other sightings? Mm. Maybe it could have been a satellite. I don't know, just to no, like I said, just a couple of times I've seen clusters of them around here in a Circle Pines, Minnesota, and that V-shaped one. Yeah, so that's, that's, I've had four sightings in my lifetime, at least. That, that, and that I can't, I can't remember that I have had any more than that. But that's four is a lot, you know. That's that's yeah. that's, a, that's a that's a lot that like that you're seeing them, and and that you actually had alien contact. Do you think? that you might have like um, some kind of like relationship with the aliens? Maybe you're being taken more than I don't you know. think? I don't know. Maybe like um, they, um, if, if they didn't take me on a ship and take my blood or exchange anything, then maybe it's some like, like it talked to me through its eyeballs and um, that was, that's called telekinesis. Yeah. So telepathy. Telepathy. Yeah. Yeah, um, maybe it has something to do with more like a soul basis, like, because I have like pre-birth memories of being with God before I was born, like he gave me the choice to be born, so I've, I've heard about like, I, I do believe in reincarnation, and I believe in old souls and stuff, and I'm not perfect, I don't know everything, but I do have, uh, uh, like a in like deep insight into things sometimes. Well, I'd love kind to hear of, about uh, it, man, because I, I uh I'm searching for the answers on afterlife. I do a lot of you know, I I'm sure you watch my show. I have a lot of people on about the afterlife and death and reincarnation and like I did watch one of your shows yesterday. I liked it and um I, I wanna I want to see some more. Yeah, so, I mean like I, yeah. I, I I'm searching for like those the answers on the afterlife, like um, what do you, what are your thoughts on your, 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 before your life? Do you, did you ever do a past life regression or anything like that? No, I haven't done a past life uh, regression. But you have memories of being with God. Can you talk about that? Yeah, definitely. I would love to. Um, my first memory, I was like, I, my, I came to awareness beside the, the light that source of souls yeah it, it, we were 
extremely west, probably two o'clock high, but it was like beyond. It, you know how people say space goes on forever, but yeah. we were at the end of that, and it, it was just this this brilliant light that was the source of like creation, and it wasn't a man, it wasn't a woman, it was a a spirit, but I could see it. It was like the sun, but there weren't flames coming off. It was just this white light, and it was just love, and it was innocent like a child, but it was like all powerful, like like a like a man, you know. And yeah. it was it was just so good and loving and and innocent and just like it it told me with silent words. It like spoke to my heart. It didn't talk like you can hear me talking. It was just in your heart, you know. And it it told me about this place earth and it said you can go here and learn and and develop and then when when your soul is grown, you come back, you know, it's just basically a big classroom. And uh, I, I was, it, it said, there's a risk though. If you choose to go, you could, you're risking being separated. You know, you, you'll be cut off forever. What does and, it mean? Um, it, what, it, you, what does it mean it, by if that? If you're too, it, it told me if you're too wicked, if, if you're too bad of a person, you, you, you can be separated. It, it can eject you. Basically, you won't be allowed back in. I hope. I hope that's not the case because I think the concept of hell is inimaginable, terrible, terrible place. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Well, I, 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 I have the weird thing I, about hell. Like, I, I think it's like a. I sometimes I think it's a man-made concept, but then sometimes I think it's real. I'm not. I'm not. I'm like fifty-fifty on it. You know, yeah. I, think it, I think it could be a place like, you know, it's uh, some I some uh, I've been on this kick lately where like I feel like somewhat like we, we create our reality, but I feel like there is a source of love and light, which is, you know, like the creator of all like that, like encompasses everything. But like, I think he gives us free will, like you said, to decide between good and evil. And we have to um, sort through this wicked chaos of like life, which is like you know it always seems to bring you down and like whenever you seem to think you have everything like in grasp and you're doing well like it always finds a way to kick you in the ass you know what i mean like it always it's finds a way to like, challenge yeah it, it really is like it, it really is like and i think like for us souls that were like um like me and you they were like real like fire creation souls which is like a term like someone this lady kim mcgeorge uses like real people like you know because there's like cyborgs and androids and like you know there's there's all kinds of like people that are like um npcs non-player characters but we're real people you know what i mean like um i think we have the choice to i don't know come here and um but i don't know what happens when we die i don't i don't, I don't, I don't know where i was going with that but uh it's it's really interesting though you know what i mean like i've been try, i've been searching i've been i'm a searcher you know like i i i i would like to know before i'd like to know just to say i figured it out before um before i go and i had a past life regression last weekend and um it was it was okay it was i was going to put it on my youtube but then i i was like yeah because I, I recorded it, you know, like, but it, it, I didn't think I went deep enough into the trance. Like, I, I went back to like, I'll tell you about it. I haven't told anybody on my YouTube about it yet. I'll just tell you about it. I went back to like, 
I was in in the 1700s and I was a person in the country of Jordan. I was like a peasant and I didn't have any shoes on. And I, I was like living in like a shanty like type house. Like I had like a, sh- like a shit shack, like house. Like again, like I had a family though. And I, I embraced them and like, I loved them. I don't have a family in this life. I mean, I have like, you know, like intermediate family, but I don't have like a wife and kids or anything, you know, I'm single. Like, but in this, I, life, I had a wife and kids and like, I loved them and I was bringing food back to them. Like I was coming back from the market in this past life regression. It was very weird. Like, and um, he said to me, embrace your family if you want to. And I did. And, uh, and I was just like, it was really emotional. So I wouldn't, I was wondering if it was real. I've been going over it within my head. Like, and then, um, it went through, it went through like a, like a, I, I went, he, we, he took me back through the door. You'd go through these doors and I went through another door and I, I went spit down this tube. And then I was in a stop. I was in like a stop stomach. I was in like, I, I, I can't explain it. I'd have to go listen to it again. I was, I think I was in my grandmother or my, my, my great grandmother's stomach. And then I, I, I came out and I was my grandfather, and I and I was seeing my life through his life through his eyes, and oh wow! And the next thing you know, it was so weird. That was so that was my past life regression. So I don't know if it was real or what, but, but there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know about, you know, like that that came that, that I checked that was right. So you know, I'd like to do it again, you know. That's really cool, man. Yeah, I would love to do that someday. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting. That's amazing yeah. that 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 works. That people can do that. Good for you. How many past uh, lives? You think, how many past lives do you think you've had? Uh, I I I think maybe I may may have been reincarnated once every hundred years. Yeah, that's interesting. I I think that's so normal for souls now, especially with the population booming. Yeah, the technology is booming, so the population they got to come back to keep up with the technology, so their their souls are rotating quicker. That's pretty smart. That's pretty intelligent. Like the the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, he says, a hundred times ten have I ascended and descended, the way from death to life. So I that's a thousand it. times. And he says 100 years out of, or no, he says, yeah, 100 years out of every thousand or something like that, the soul, the soul has to live. Like, Well, it, well here's what I, I know about that. He had his, his body in like this chamber. And like, I don't know if it was in the halls of a mentee or if it was under the Sphinx or what, but it was like, you know, I read the Emerald Tablets of Thought too. And like, it seemed like he was able to take his avatar body or he was able to take a new avatar body every hundred years, like you said. And like, he was able to, um, and he, he was able to have weird out of body experiences too. Like he was able to, um, this researcher, Gerald Clark, he did a, um, a, 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 a real deep insight into that Emerald Tablets. I might listen to that tonight before I go. It's late here now as we're doing this interview. I might listen to that before I go to bed. If you go That's to Gerald cool. Clark's website, he breaks down all the Emerald Tablets. Like he does research on them. And Billy Carson did a book called Compendium of the Emerald Tablets too. But what do you think? Do you think Thoth had a chamber where he like reincarnated his avatar body? Like, or do you think he just went through the reincarnation system? I think he was talking about um, 
being reincarnated uh, with a new body every hundred years, like a lifetime. Oh, okay, so okay, so he wasn't like using an avatar. Okay, that's interesting. I, uh, I I've listened to the tablets of thought probably uh, front to back, maybe eight nine times. What do you gonna, think of them? What do you what do you what's your takeaway? From? I think they're really cool. I I feel like I can relate to a lot of what he's talking about because towards like. I think it's like two hours in. He he's talking about a vision, and it seems like kind of the same vision that I had with nine eleven, and um, uh, the book of Enoch also talks about a vision, and it it sounds like they're talking about uh, describing nine eleven, and um, I I've read like. The Bible, the Quran, the Egyptian Book of the Dead, and other these books were written so long ago, but all three of them are simultaneously talking about 9/11 and uh, in, in depth, and it's it's amazing. Uh, How so? How can you explain it? I'm so interested. Oh, the, oh, the um, well, see the the Roman Church, they wrote um. They used the book of Isaiah, it was a prophetic book. I think they say it was written like 800 BC, but they, the, the Roman government had, it looks like they read it. And then they, they wrote the New Testament saying that all this was done so that it would be fulfilled by the prophet saying yada yada. And um, the, the thing about it is the book of Isaiah didn't, didn't happen to thousand years ago it's happening today and um the twin towers are in it chapter 9 chapter 30 and chapter 33 to talk about it and it's amazing i've never talked about emmanuel it talks about the messiah emmanuel in chapter 8 and it says if you approach him you'll be smashed into pieces and this this is a totally different person than the Jesus that they crucified on the cross, but they attributed all of the book of Isaiah to Jesus in the New Testament that was written 325 AD. They don't have originals. This is amazing stuff. Please keep going. This is a, this is amazing. So what, what well, did you, you think that Jesus was? Like, was, do you think he was real then? Well, with all of the near-death experiences and, um, I, I don't think that he intended to be God. Uh, I I think that the Romans invented idolatry to get rich off of his good name. Yeah. They've done a good job. And I think so honestly, too. they're only as big as they are because they tortured, murdered, and stole from everyone for 2,000 years. Yeah, I, if, you look I, at, if you look at the, I, the Spanish conquest, like the Spanish conquest is a good example of that. When they went to yeah. Aztec, they went to uh, Peru. or butchers, yeah. And they just, uh, you know, um, Cortez, um, uh, Columbus, and uh, it was Cortez, Columbus, and I can't remember the, the other one. Um, but they, they each went to a different place. And you know what was really interesting about that, the Spanish conquest, 
the 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 Aztec people and the Incan people all thought that their god was coming back, and they thought that their their their, their god their well they thought that this god Quetzalcoatl was uh well this was in the case of the Aztecs or the Mayans. Um, maybe the mines, I think. I can't remember which one, but Quetzalcoatl was a white bearded god, right? And they, they thought that he was coming back. And what's interesting is um, that it seems like the Spanish church knew that and they took advantage of it, you know? And they, because they went, because they, they, when the Spanish soldiers showed up on the coast of Aztec and Maya, they let them come into their city like no problem because they could have slaughtered all those Spanish soldiers, but they didn't. They thought that they were gods. But do you think this is just the case of, you know, someone sees a higher technology than what they have, so they think they're a god? Or do you think that the Spanish, pe the Spanish people, the, 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 the queen knew something like about history and like, you know, do you think it goes deeper? Um. Do it, in other words, do I think that the bloodline is is anything like in like an English or kingly bloodline? Yeah. Do I think I think it's baloney? I oh. I think they looked at sacred texts and then uh, basically hijacked them. Like the government doesn't own Egypt. Are you kidding me? They're not entitled to shit. I don't know why, why people. I hate it that people call them elite. They're 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 fucking garbage, man. They're nothing but butchering murderers. I, I know, it, man. History is full. Yeah, history is full. Of, it's all they do. Everywhere they stick their fat heads, they just make things worse. I know, they, man. Rip people off and poison us and kill us and steal and. Yeah, I know, and, and and the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, and that's what that's that's isn't it? Isn't that weird? It's like, just a constant game. I don't, I I, I don't want to leave my kid with, you know, running some communist country where she doesn't have any freedom, and you know. Oh, you have a child? Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you, I mean, like, uh, well, that's good. I mean, like, I mean, but you seem really well educated in the in the in the um in the in the in the ancient texts like which i like like i love talking about the ancient texts what more can you tell me about this book of isaiah like what what it's really interesting well like in the in the new testament there, there's a story where the angel appears to mary and says he will be called great and god will give him the throne of his father david and he will reign over the house of jacob in Isaiah chapter two, it says in, in the end times the the temple would be built. It's an end times prophecy book. It, it, Jesus didn't fulfill any of it two thousand years ago. That's so, chicken feed that the Catholic Church has handed out, and everybody's eating it. Well, how do it's, they know what's happening now? That's what I don't understand. Well, the division, the. Uh, you know, 9-11 with the cloud of smoke where the plane hit and there's a devil's face and the smoke and stuff? Yeah. That's all in Isaiah. It talks about it in various places. Um, chapter 28, verse 2, chapter 29, verse 6, um, chapter 33. That's so interesting. Yeah, right? yeah it's it's it's... It's really deep, man. 
I never got into it. Like I didn't know. You know, I haven't known anything about it. Like, well, people you see if people wake up, they're not gonna make money off them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it makes sense. Jesus Jesus said in uh, I think it was John chapter four that God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And then when they said to him, Good master, how do we get into heaven? And he said, Well, why do you call me good? There's none good but God. You know, if you want to go to heaven, just follow the Ten Commandments. And he also which is kind of crazy too one because... of the biggest things Jesus said, which people don't realize, is Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is within you, which is really right. deep. That's so deep. And I love that statement because it um that was I think that was one of Jesus's um that that was something that the church shouldn't have left in there if they wanted to keep it secret, you know, because that was like the 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 tell all tell right there that like our that we do have the kingdom of God within us right well I would I would um a spark of the divine light like if 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 like um if God is like the sun which God isn't the sun he's a spirit but the rays of light see we're all in different individuals no rays the same length or the same width so we we're all a part of that source um yeah that's how i would explain yeah god yeah we're, we're well, all like, we're all a part of consciousness ex experiencing itself right yeah this, this thought talks about the children of light look down on the children of men on the earth and um he saw them in like the chaos and um i i remember god showing me the earth and I, I saw like dark clouds rolling over the innocent white clouds and they weren't it, not dealing with race, like color, like black and white, but they were symbolic of people and the evil oppressions and, and thefts and murders that go on all over the planet. And I saw that the, the innocent white clouds that the black clouds were devouring, they were they weren't organized. Yeah. They had organized. And I, I understood that he wanted me to help. I didn't know how he was going to help, but I understood that he wanted me to help. And and then I, years later, as I became an adult, I kept thinking about it. And I didn't see the sun anywhere. So, and the earth was all lit up. So it made me think that I was looking at the earth from the sun was immediately behind me. That's like, and I was just in spirit form witnessing the earth. And, and then I was in this big waiting room and there were all these kids in this white room and, but it was lit up, but it wasn't lit up with light bulbs. It was just lit up with this light. And there was all these other souls waiting to be born. And I didn't really want to talk to them. I just hung out by the window and waited to go when it was my turn. Uh, I, I just went out the window, you know? Yeah. And I remember falling through the clouds and through space and everything. And I landed at a four-way in a big city in spirit form. And I saw this woman in a black trench coat and she was waiting at a stoplight. And she was crossing and I watched her for a minute or two and she like started to cross the street. And it, it occurred to me that she was pregnant. 
like I was even too young to even know what pregnancy was because I wasn't even born yet, you know, but I was, I was like, had this intelligence already. And, and she was going into this tall building. It, it looked like New York, but I honestly, I don't know where I was, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was New York, but so, she, I, something told me she was going to sell her child, man. It was so sad. Like, and then, and then I, and then that's it. That's all I saw. I knew, wow. I knew she was going into this tall building to like sell her child. That's so deep. Yeah, that's crazy, man. So do you but think it was like something like satanic? What do you, do you think? What do you think about all that stuff? I think God let me see it to kind of give me a tour. Um, kind of showed me, showing me what's up, like. What I, what we're up against? Yeah, how wicked man would be. More insight. Like, what if, what if that was the twin towers she was walking into? Yeah. Like, like I don't know. I, I like I I didn't really identify the building. There were tall buildings all around, but she was going into one of them for not good reason, man. That's so interesting, man. Yeah, and I don't know if it would have been just she needed money and somebody was going to take care of the kid or if it if they were sick. God showed it to me for a reason, so it wouldn't surprise me if it was some kind of a sick sacrifice for cash or some, some nasty rotten shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's It, 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 it never uh, ceases to amaze me the kind of stuff that goes on on Earth because, like, it, I, I always say, like, I always say the saying, I always say that it seems like the things that it, it seems like whoever's controlling the earth, and I'm not talking about God, I'm just talking about like whoever's running the planet right now, which is like, it seems like it's non-human, like it may be reptilian because the things that are done to human are so inhumane, you know, and that's a, that's my always, this statement I always make because like, it's this things that are done to humans are so inhumane, like, you know, and, uh, but that that could just be the cruelty and the wickedness of humans, you know. There there is there is wickedness in in dark places. So. Yeah. Well, this has been pretty amazing for the short time that we talked, man. I think you you got me. I mean, it's pretty late here, but we I, you got me going. I wanted to go listen to the Emerald Tablets of Thoth and stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. do that. Um, Would you say your buddy's name was? Which one? The one with uh, we're talking about the tablets that he broke it down, or? Oh, there's two. Okay, there's okay. There's um. You can go listen to these for free on Gerald Clark's um YouTube page. Um, you can look him up. His name's Gerald Clark. He passed away. He was an Anunnaki uh -oh. researcher. Okay. Um, um. So um, just look up the name Gerald Clark on YouTube. And um, in his videos, you have to go deep into his videos. Like, he, there's a lot of like, uh, he, like during the PSN, he was doing like a lot of animation and stuff like that. But when mm -hmm. you go deep in his videos, you'll see the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, and you'll see like he, he breaks them down. Like, um, there's ones where he just reads them. You know, you don't want to listen to those ones. You want to give the ones where he's talking about like 
what Thoth means by what, like, what he says, you know, and you'll be blown away. Like, I guess Gerald Clark knew a lot about, Gerald Clark was like, I consider him the professor. I consider, this is, this is a Anunnaki genealogy table I bought off of him before, like, when I was, like, getting into him, like, you know, I, I really believe the Anunnaki came and seated us, and I, I, I mean, I, the evidence There's no me. reason that you can't believe in some kind of evolution and God at the same time, like, no, I do. I do. It they, is. I do. I, do. They, I believe they say, in both. Some say, well, if you believe in that, then you don't believe in God. That's not necessarily true. No, I God believe in both. The spirit that all creation came from. So Yeah, well, I, think, like, I, think, I think God created us and we were some kind of lower form of like, you know, like maybe like a Neanderthal or something. And then the Anunnaki came and they like upgraded our DNA. And that's could all. Have been, I've heard different theories, like we might have been engineered to be slaves to mine gold or something, and it, it's possible. I wasn't there, so I don't know, you know. Just, yeah. But it's possible. That's what Sitchin said. Sitchin said we were made as slaves to mine gold, like, but um, a lot of, I mean, a lot of what, I mean, like, I don't want to, I'm a big Sitchin. I have his books right here, like Zachariah Sitchin, like, but like I, some of the stuff he said was a little bit wrong. Like, but like, it, it's not. You can't. You can't fault him because what he did was so groundbreaking. Like, but I, I'll show you a book which is like, if I can find it. Hold on. Let me. Hold on. Let me find this. Like, this is the book I always show people. This is the Chaldean, the Chaldean account of the Genesis. This is George Smith. He translated the tablets. Not, not the emerald tablets, but he translated the Sumerian cuneiform tablets, and this was in uh, 1873. But this is re, this is republished, and then he talks about the this, oh. this is a re, revision of the flood. It's 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 George Smith did this. Like it's amazing. He talks about all the gods like Enki and Enlil. They're all in here. You know what I mean? Like it's a uh, this is a book that people should get. Like. Um, interesting book yeah yeah um but they have a little bit different names as i'm looking through it now like um it's like uh it's just it's a short read it's only like actually it's only 20 30 page but he talks about barossus um the 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 who was the greek who um he talked about barossus who was who brought the sumerian kings list forward and he did a lot of research on like the cuneiform tablets and the Sumerian kings and stuff like that and um you know and uh th this was uh it says the cuneiform account agrees with the biblical narrative and the making of the deluge a divine punishment for the Greek wickedness of the world this point is omitted in the Greek accounts of Barossus the gods have re having resolved on the deluge the deity whom the withdrew personally called Hia Ia that announces the coming event to Sizzit that's that's Niz, Niz, Niz. now in the account of Brasis, the god who announces the deluge is stated to be Kronos. So this passage gives the cuneiform name to the deity identified by the Greeks with Kronos. It's it's just it's interesting stuff, man. It talks all about the flood, you know, and and the that's it's 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 really cool book, you know. Yeah, good, good. I'm glad you got good stuff to read, man. I don't know. I, I like I like to read. I, I I like to read the real books. You know what I mean? Like I get PDF books sometimes, but like I I, I like to read the real thing. You know, like I I I don't I, I I have a lot of books. But, you know? I I have a hard time with like um the old old believing that the Old Testament God is actually God because <clears throat> um 
the light that I remember being with would never ask anyone to sacrifice a sheep or stone somebody for being bisexual or, you know, picking up, gathering sticks on the Sabbath day or something like that. That sounds to me more like Satan. And no, I, I think I like it was, think it was that, Enlil. I think it was the Anunnaki Enlil. It was because uh, it was the, these gods that came here, right? The names they, changed. They were, they were yeah. acting like they were gods, they, you know, like, and in Enlil, like, I'll tell you something like, okay, Abraham, who was the, the patriarch of all the Abrahamic religions, right? He was the father yeah. of, of Christianity, Judaism, and in Islam, right? His father, Tara, was working in, in, a, in a ziggurat temple for one of the Anunnaki gods, and it was Enlil, okay? And the, okay, so uh, the, so a Abraham's father Tara was working for Enlil, the Anunnaki god. But then Abraham just then happens to be the patriarch of all these religions. Doesn't that seem fishy? That he had a connection to this Anunnaki god, but he becomes the patriarch of all these religions, and now all these religions are fighting with each other. It seems they, they say they say that he was, or they claim him. They all claim him, Abraham. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that is strange. I, I, I'm I'm definitely somebody that doesn't believe everything he reads. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the devil's in the details, and I think he's uh, the devil's like inspired some some things in the Quran are just evil, like uh, just killing people that don't believe, like you, and just yeah. just like Moses did. He. What makes him better than Adolf Hitler? That's evil shit, man. That, and there's so many people that, that believe that this is actually God. It just boggles my mind because they, people have near-death experiences every day and they talk about seeing the light and how good and peaceful and loving it is. And it's nothing like what I've read about in the Quran or the Old Testament Bible. Exactly. You're exactly right, man. You're exactly right. Smart. So far, so so different in nature too. Like two different. Like I said, the devil. <laughs> the devil's in the details. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, if if it's the fans want to find you and they want to reach out to you, is that okay? Yeah, uh, I normally don't talk to too many people, but uh, I'm usually not doing too much. I, I have time to talk to if, if somebody wants to. Uh, it's Jason Keys, K-E-Y-E-S. Okay. And uh, I'm at Circle Pines, Minnesota on Facebook. Okay. Well, it was really nice meeting you, man. And I'd like to have you on again sometime. This was really fun. It's just getting really late here at night. Like, I, I'd even talk longer because, like, I think this is an amazing conversation. Like, I yeah. think we, we covered some pretty heavy shit tonight, you know? Yeah, good, man. Yeah, I love being on your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. I, I I appreciate having you on, and it was really nice meeting you, man. <laughs> Thanks again. Yeah, we'll talk again sometime, man. Okay. Yeah, hit me up we're, on we're Facebook. Facebook. Hit me, so, hit me yeah. up on Messenger, yeah. We'll do that. Thanks again. Have a good night. All right, brother. Thanks. Have a good night. Thanks. <laughs>